हेलो वेलकम टू एट्स क्रिकेट शो प्रेजेंटेड बाय हब हॉपर माई नेम इज हमिद एंड आई एम हियर विद दिस मंडे स्पेशल एपिसोड ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट द स्टफ दैट आई एम गॉन टॉक अबाउट टूडे इज वेरी मच कॉन्ट्रोवर्शियल एंड यू आर बीन हियरिंग अबाउट दिस एंड वंडरिंग वॉट्स दिस ऑल द मच स्लिंगिंग दैट इज गोइंग ऑन येस आई एम रिफरिंग टू द फॉल आउट बिटवीन मिथाली राज एंड वुमेन्स क्रिकेट टीम हेड कोच रमेश पवार मोर ऑन दैट एंड ऑल्सो टूडे वील बी डिस्कसिंग अबाउट द वेस्ट इंडीज वर्सेज बांग्लादेश टेस्ट मैच दैट एंडेड बेसिकली इन बांग्लादेश राउटिंग आउट वेस्ट इंडीज इन दियर होम टाउन एंड इट डिन एंड वेरी वेल फॉर वेस्ट इंडीज सो एवरीथिंग इन टूडेज एपिसोड ऑफ इट्स क्रिकेट शो नाउ लेट मी फर्स्ट टॉक एंड वी विल टॉक अबाउट दिस मिथाली राज द इंडियन फॉर्मर इंडियन कैप्टन along with and also the controversy basically which he has uh, which has been doing rounds of the news for past few days uh, between uh, Mithali Raj the former indian captain versus uh, Ramesh Pawar which by now is the former indian coach well there is a reason why he is already a former indian women's cricket team coach because he uh, bcci is basically uh basically has asked for more applications new applications for the position now lots of stuff on this lots of things in this we won't be taking any sides but but let's start uh, to by giving you the background of what actually actually happened over here so there was a f- uh, as you all know and we had done episode as well on this that indian team had had reached in the semi finals of uh, the cricket world cup which was recently happened which recently concluded by the way in the west indies which australians won the world cup so in that uh, india reached into the semi finals and they were playing a match against england now during this match uh, a decision was taken to bench mithali raj yes the most their most experienced player they decided to bench her now uh once the decision was taken it was already doing rounds of the social media as well as lots of uh, debates were going on around whether it's a correct decision right from the toss so uh, during that match india managed to score 82 runs with just losing one wicket but then there was a dramatic collapse and india eventually managed just 118 or 19 runs and after all uh, and at the end of the match they went out uh, of the crashing out of the world cup and losing out to england now couple of things to note over here so uh, the debates which are going on basically is why was indian former indian cricket team player and the senior most player of the team benched for this particular match was this harman and the second question basically was that was this harmanpreet kaur's decision or was it ramesh pawar's decision or was it a combined decision okay so let me start by answering you first of all why was she benched so as per ramesh pawar he's uh, he's uh, he's he was asked to give the detailed report about uh, the um world cup basically and in that report he mentioned that the reason why uh, mithali raj was benched was because that she was asked to play a different kind of a role but uh, mithali raj on the other hand was not ready to adjust to that particular change 
Now, what was the role which he was asked to do? The role basically was that, you know, during in West Indian, uh, on West Indian pitches, it's a bit tricky that it's a, uh, to play spin bowling. But during the first six overs, when the field is inside and it's the power play overs, that is the time when you can actually uh, go berserk and hit up, uh, hit the ball since only two fielders are allowed outside the circle, so it gets much easier. So Ramesh Pawar's argument over here was she was told to do that, but Mithali Raj was sticking to her uh, strength, which is uh, betting almost at a uh, strike rate of 100. And uh, she, Ramesh Pawar at that point felt that she was basically wasting the power play, hence the promotion of Tanya Bhatia, the Indian wicketkeeper. Now, uh, it makes sense, right? Because he wanted to make use uh, of these uh, particular overs and he wanted to give India that special uh, head start. Okay, now the second question, which is whose decision was this? So there are several uh, angles and several reports to this, but uh, what is to, so the total um, uh, final, what we call as the gist of it, if we say it that way then it appears that it was basically the team management's decision. And when I say team management, it appears that it uh, Harman Prekor combined with Ramesh Pawar and also the COA administrator. COA administrator, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but COA Diana Atolji was also the part of this. And this was by Mithali's admission as well. Now, the, if this was the case, then what was the reason for the controversy and why it has gone so deep? That is because after the World Cup, initially, uh, Mithali Raj's uh, personal manager started uh, tweeted about uh, about this and she called Harman Kaur, the Indian captain, uh, not playing the sport and doing it all the politics and stuff like that in the cricket team. And after that, when her tweets started to go viral, the account was basically deleted. Then later on, Mithali Raj, by her own admission, through the uh, tweet or uh, on her social media and with a note written, she mentioned a lot of things. I will basically read out to you what and how and what was said during this entire uh, conversation. Um, so, first thing was that Harman Preet Kaur um, was asked during the post-mess presentation what actually happened. And uh, I am ref I referred to these comments uh, basically from ESPN Quick Info website and they have a nice uh, layout planned in which they have explained in detail about what actually happened and how things went about. I would um, encourage you to check this out. So about Harman Kritkar, when she was asked about what actually happened and why was Mithali Raj benched, and why did you all go with this combination of the team? She basically mentioned, quote, we were going with a winning combination. We did really well against Australia. And that is the reason we just wanted to go with the same combination, unquote. So basically what she's saying is that they had played a match against Australia before this match against England. And they crushed Australia. And they, she and due to the good performances of also Anuja Patel, Anuja Patel, excuse me, and it was really good to them. So they didn't wanted to make any changes to this team. Then um, Mithali Raj, when she uh, after back from the World Cup, she 
basically mentioned that for the first time, uh, quote, for the first time in 20 years during the long, I felt deflated, depressed, and let down. I'm forced to think if my services to my country are of any value to a few people in power who are out to destroy me and break my confidence. Then Ramesh Pawar says Raj is a senior player in the team, minimum inputs in the team meetings, could not understand and adapt to team plan, ignored her role and batted for very or for her own milestones, lack of keeping the momentum going, which was putting extra pressure on other batters. Then uh, Mithali Raj was my issues with coach Ramesh Pawar started immediately as we landed in the West Indies. At first, there were small signs that his behavior towards me was unfair and discriminatory. After team meetings, he would not even acknowledge me. To him, I didn't exist in the team. If I was around, he would immediately move away from the scene. If I looked to wish him, he would deliberately start looking in other direction. Ramesh Pawar, continuing uh, with his argument, he says, quote, work really hard as a coach to address her power hitting, patting skills and running between the wickets in almost every session. Mithali's lack of intent to score quickly in practice games prompted us to open with Tania Bhatia, who always showed more intent every time she batted. It's not always about individual milestones, it's always about strategies and team executions, basically executions of strategies." End quote. Okay, so then there were some remaining more stuff which happened between these two and Mithali Raj also pointed out that not having played in the middle order in recent times and without practice, still I agreed to be greater cause of the team. For me, team comes ahead of planning. But Ramesh Power is saying for her, her milestone comes ahead of her, uh, of her, again, uh, before her team. So there's a lot of accusations and this and that and lots of stuff going around. So to be fair, uh, and let's let's uh, look at the third uh, view of this from COA member Diana Adulji. The C committee of administrators will not get involved in this issue. That's what she said. We will not go into cricket issues with plays in the who plays in the eleven is not our headache, and it is not be anybody's headache. It's a decision to be taken by the team management, which we all agree, right? So COA should not be should not be even a part of who should play in the 11 or who should not. Well, to this, um, Mithali Raj responded saying, selection is not the COA's headache is like suggesting there is no system of checks and balances. Her present support in the press with regards to the decision of my benching has left me deeply depressed, more so because she knows the real facts of having spoken to me. For the record, I scored back-to-back 50s in the games before the semi-final was adjusted player of the match on both occasions to leave me out in the semi-final and go with only three performing batters was a decision that left me battled, baffled as much as it left the whole world. Now, um, so uh, let's go get a hold and view of this. So basically, Mithali Raj is saying that the COA member Diana Adolji knew about this and she had spoken to her. First question which comes and which should come to our mind is, was she required to do so? Or was she was she responsible of 
being a part of the selection panel, uh, basically the team 11, the playing 11? No, it's Ramesh Pawar and the team captain. Team management is basically this. Then, her is Mithali Raj, uh, you know, correct on her place to because is she right to be upset? She has yes, she definitely has the right to be upset, and she definitely uh, be upset because you know she, ha- she according to her she has played well and she has done well. But what point she is currently not getting in is that she has not what Ramesh Pawar was basically asking was to score the 50s and the runs at a very brisk pace or at at least more than 100 runs per 100 strike rate which if if we see the 250s which she is pointing out to and which was rightly judged as just the man of the match eventually was in the in the beginning of the inning she was not quick she was batting it at run a run per ball which was what not which was not needed and which was exactly what Ramesh Pawar had spoken that she wa- they wanted someone who could go out there, express herself. And with the fact that Mithali Raj was not doing that, so they were forced for changes. Now, let's look at it as from a, a, a bit of a different perspective. Let's, for example, see what would have happened if this same case happens in a men's team. So, if uh, considering the current scenario, if today... Uh, MS Dhoni was benched for a particular match uh, in an ODI and would Ravi Shastri have been fired? Well, that is something uh, if uh, that is something which m- would not have happened in my opinion. I may be wrong, but that is something which would not have happened because it is up to, at, at the end of the day, justifiably uh, a team coach, head coaches and captain's decision. If they are not given the authority to uh, work out the things uh, the way they feel is correct then this will continue happen and the team will never build you see that uh, in the past few in the past few years there have been constant constant changes of coaches constant changes of uh, team national team coaches for in uh, for india's team because as many people many coaches who have been uh, who have been fired have pointed out that there is a lot of uh, you know, uh, blackmailing sort of or pressurizing for the coaches going on and senior players think about uh, the uh, coaches and stuff like that. So even Ramesh Pawar mentioned, quote, I hope Mithali Raj stops blackmailing, pressurizing coaches and also stops putting her interests first, then teams. I hope she will look at the bigger picture and work towards betterment of Indian women's cricket team. And, um, now, if this was the first time or at least the second time that a coach has been removed due to pressure by players for, by, for the Indian cricket team, then I would have understood that there must be something which we are not seeing. But since Indian cricket women team has a history of removing uh, coaches whenever they will, it looks like things are not going well and some senior players over here are doing all the stuff that, uh, uh, that is not uh, helping the team to grow. Uh, like the previous uh, women's coach, uh, Mr. Arote, pointed out that uh, there is a lot of things in the, the in that dressing room that needs to be corrected in terms of attitude towards the coaches. Uh, last time when they were asked, Mr. Arote asked them to do coaching, to do training, you know, double uh, double training, 
he was to he used to, he was to work two double shifts in and what i say what i mean by double shift is basically they had two training sessions in the morning and evening and this basically took a lot of toll on the players and they started complaining then now when ramesh pawar uh, was coaching uh, mithali raj was upset that she was not called for training so um, you know uh, whatever it is this is affecting the indian women cricket development when uh, when um, you know in australia uh, their boards are getting ahead with an individual uh, big big bash league for women um, you know it shows like you know this time now uh, now is the correct time that indian uh, bcci take some actions and see to it that they are going for a very long term plan rather than seeing short term gains if harman preet kaur has to stick with this with her decision and she basically stuck with the decision you know she's like it was team management management decision sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't come off but basically she stuck with her decision and she did not apologize or something like that basically she was she was uh, confident about this so um, uh, to end this everything i think what we should do what what the current team or current uh, steps which should be taken is to figure out which coach indian cricket team will stick with and once they have appointed this new coach they should stick with him or her and make sure that that coach gets full support that is needed and not just fire him or her when some player comes and complains that i was not selected it is mithali raj we are talking about and she has given 20 years to this nation but that doesn't mean that in one match when she is dropped all her efforts are gone in vain i am not taking the coach's side i am not taking mithali's side what is happening is out in the public and what has happened in the past few years also is out in the public so jo kuch bhi hai usko sahi karna padega because what is important for us is at the end our nation which is indian cricket team women's cricket team and it has to and it has to win uh and if this keeps happening we will not be in that position so with that all a negative in mind and now to um stop all that negativity surrounding women's cricket let's talk about something positive women's big bash league has started and there are our uh, indian cricket dear cricketers smriti bandana who will be playing to hobart hurricanes and you know our indian t20 captain Harman Pritkar heard about it heard about her yes she is doing rounds of the internet now and she will be playing to Sydney Thunders the Sixers are the two time defending champions with Ashley Gardner and Alyssa Healy and Alice Perry you know all these people in that there. there will be eight teams this tournament will go on, going on to 6 weeks Melbourne plays host to all eight sides before double headers in Sydney and Hobart in weeks 2 and 3 so lots will be going on in women's big bash league we will be covering covering some parts here and there of women's big bash league do tune in and when i come back from the break we will talk about bangladesh versus west indies test match stay right here hey what a match we've had the second test match between bangladesh versus west indies with bangladesh imposing their authority over a depleted west indies yes that's what i would like to call this west indies side because they were missing all those big names including their 
captain Jason Holder who is missing due to an injury. It was exciting match to watch for Bangladeshi fans and not so exciting for West Indians because people anyway are not watching. West Indian fans, I agree, I'm 100% sure, are not watching this because they are busy watching their fans, their players play in the T10 league over there in Dubai. Anyway, for all those fans who are watching and for all those uh, people who want to know about this match, let me start by giving you a brief up at the start how this started. Uh, lots of stars there. <laughs> so, in the beginning, Bangladesh once win the toss and goes into this match without any frontline pacer. So, think about it. There was no frontline pacer. Their main concentration was on spin. First time in their test cricket history, they do that. And they win the toss and they elect to bet, as I said. There was a debutant in this, uh, which by the, goes by the name Shadman Islam, who comes in there, uh, comes in uh, basically for uh, them. And Sherman Lewis was uh, there in place of the band Shannon Gabriel. Um, then this was basically going uh, going uh, into the match. They didn't have Kemar Roche's 50th Test match and also seventh West Indian pacer to do that. Uh, to start off, Soumya Sarkar continued his bad form. He was not looking good and got out on playing a very bad shot. You know, it was needless. They had a good start. It was a bad shot on a spinning ball from Rostin Chase right into the hand of just only one slip, leaving uh, Bangladesh for 42 for one. But uh, there were the other players, including Shadman Islam, who looked at one point that he will get to his century, a debut century. He scored a brilliant 76 in this match, the 7th highest debut, by the way, uh, score on a debut for Bangladesh. He was good, he was really good in his batting, uh, showed all the composure which he had. And, you know, he's. Uh, I was reading an interesting article on, I believe it was on uh, Quick Info, in which he mentioned that, uh, in which they mentioned that he was... Uh, um, uh, from the category, from the likes of, uh, from the batch of basically Aiden Markram and people like that who have reached uh, to a newer heights, uh, Shadman Islam is a bit late to the party, but nevertheless, that innings, a uh, patient innings of uh, 70 was uh, a really good one. Shadman's uh, 76 brought him a lot of applause. He took he played 199 balls for that innings. I brought a lot of plots from all quarters of, uh, of world cricket. And he played really well for his 76 runs. Deservedly so. In the end, Bangladesh managed a score of 508 runs. Um, the bowling performance, if we talk uh, in the first innings of West Indies, uh, Warrikan, who was who bowled very well in the previous match, took just two wickets in this first innings. Kemar Roach took two wickets, while the Lewis, who is who is playing for in this tour for the first time, took one wicket. Devendra Bishu took two wickets, and Brightwet took two wickets. West Indies. So this was uh, Bangladesh played this for like a couple of days, and at the end of second days, uh, they were all out for 508 runs. So, uh, last some, some 10 to 15 overs were given to bat for Western Days, which they made a complete mess of. 
literally complete mess of they were not able to read the ball the ball was spinning but they were may playing all sorts of shorts shorts excuse me and they were reduced at the by the end of the day to you know 29 for 5 and all the wickets were lost pretty early no one basically taking up their responsibility and batting till the end or playing the anchor role their highest score if you, if you will get the whole picture by knowing their high scorer was shimron hatmeyer who scored 39 runs and that was not at all not at all helpful when you are chasing 508 basically in the first innings 111 is the score at which west indies got out in the first innings and then they were forced to follow on in the first innings for the bowling mehdi hasan miraz took 7 wickets while shakibal hasan took remaining 3 when second innings you will think that they will play a bit sensibly and they will do well uh, like how new zealanders did when fighting out fighting it out against pakistan but that didn't happen here apart from shimron hatmeyer again who scored 93 runs up all others fell pretty easily kemar roach was the other batsman who scored 37 he was basically the second highest batsman all these top order batsmen including shai hope powell and ambrose roston chase their captain brathwaite it's something which they have to look into because their batting is just failing terribly against spin i know it would have been difficult for me to understand if this was happening it would have been easier for me to understand if this was happening against the teams likes of england because they are not used to those conditions and stuff like that but west indies pitches uh pitches are are somewhat if not exactly similar to subcontinent and uh, with they struggling so much against spin is appalling they scored 213 in the second innings and they were all out with the without even um in the combined innings they couldn't even complete the score of um, what bangladesh scored in the first innings in the second innings for bangladesh bowling it was mehdi hasan miraz who took 5 wickets once again he in match in this match in total took 12 wickets while shakibal hasan managed just one it was tajiul islam's turn to take 3 wickets naim hasan took one wicket at the end the result was bangladesh won by an innings and 184 runs that's great you know bangladesh first of all this was their first time in the history of their test cricket that they have imposed a follow on on someone imagine all this while they did not even get an opportunity to impose a follow on on someone they did that they won the match with an innings and i'm sure this must be the first time that they have won the match by an innings very bad performance from west indies really batting collapses is all what they have given us during this tour they ne- really need to step up their match step up their uh, step up their stuff uh, batting basically in terms of bowling they are doing okayish not that they are doing great in that department well but they are doing okay but they are need to really uh, step up their game in terms of batting so with that being said a uh, lots of things were covered in today's episode we'll be back i'll be back be- tomorrow with more on its cricket show till then have a great cricketing day